Hello and welcome to Personal Reflections with Ileana. So this is going to be a series about, you know, just some personal reflections that I have on my philosophy courses, um, American philosophy courses, and it's just going to be me kind of recapping each class and, you know, just sharing my opinion and what I know and what I think, you know, about it and how it relates to present day. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you don't get bored and let's get started. Hello all, welcome to one of our final personal reflections and our topic today is pragmatism. So this is going to be a fairly short reflection, um, so it won't be very long today, so I hope you guys can still enjoy it. So, right, we're talking about pragmatism and I want to focus on the different elements of pragmatism and, you know, what it really is and how it applied to the American lifestyle. So there are about five or six main elements, or rather eight main elements of pragmatism, and that is naturalism, a rejection of Cartesian philosophy, radical empiricism, metaphysical realism, psychologism or psychologism, instrumentalism, valuableism, and the primacy of lived practice. And I can, I'm going to go into detail for each of them a little more, but basically all of these different elements of pragmatism are pointing to a rejection of over-sensualized or over-sensationalized sort of living. It's a little more Puritan in um, its rationality. It relies on empiricist thought or radical empiricism, but it's not quite as um, absolutist as Puritanism or predestination. In fact, it's just the opposite. Um, pragmatism has a lot to do with how man or how humans seek truth and define truth for themselves, and it views all methods of knowledge and processes like empiricism or radical empiricism, as I mentioned, as a means of not finding truth but kind of accounting for truth it's all about theories of truth nothing is really true for a pragmatist there's only what is real okay so let's go through these elements of pragmatism real quick first we have naturalism which is the belief that supernatural suggestions are false because they cannot be proven and they cannot be proven to be different from natural phenomenon. So it's basically saying, hey, it's kind of all in your head. It's just your interpretation, not necessarily what it is. If you can't prove it, it's not real. Um, then there is radical empiricism, which relies directly on experience and sensation. And it's about finding a real place for every kind of thing that has been experienced. So it's all about categorizing sensations but in a more orderly way than the sort of, trans not transcendental, my apologies, than sort of the Puritan form of empiricism. Then there is something that really appeals to me, metaphysical realism, which basically says that reality exists independently of knowing agents. So there are a lot of um, 
theories, there are a lot of epistemological theories on, or metaphysical theories on, you know, being and, you know, what is and what is not. There's a Ghanaian philosopher by the name of Kwasi Uwerdu, who said quite famously, to be true is to be known, which basically means that you only really exist if someone knows you and can identify you. And in many ways, that's true for humans. Um something is only real to us if we can see it or if we know it or if we can identify it or even just point and say hey that's a thing even if we don't know what it is but what this metaphysical realism is saying is that there are things that exist outside of our knowledge we will not see them most likely but that doesn't stop them from existing and so what it's doing is that it's effectively cutting down the man cutting down the ego cutting down the self to appreciate and realize the bigger picture sort of and that's something i personally really appreciate and it's um it's actually pretty interesting i think and it's definitely something that could go hand in hand i believe with transcendentalism in helping us understand the world better because if transcendentalism is looking inward and pragmatism is sort of looking outward and lessening of the self then even though they're contradictory i believe that they could provide a balance to each other and help us to understand better who we are where we're going and what we can do about it um moving on um we have psychologism which basically says that the experience of reality is critical in explaining how things work instrumentalism in which concepts and theories are useful instruments to explaining things but they don't say if something is true or not fallibism and fallibilism which says that there are no eternal absolute infallible incorrigible truth to be found anywhere this is something i personally agree with and i see to be true because a lot of what you know science says and what you know history says I, there it's a lot of interpretation really and truly when you when you start to look at it and because i don't have much time i can't really go too far into it but it's important to understand that truth is perceived and i believe that pragmatism does that very well it understands that truth is perceived and in a way that's kind of similar to transcendentalism again even though these are two very opposite sort of philosophies in that transcendentalism says that each man has to find his own truth each man has his innate knowledge it's not universal it's very individual it's a very individual experience and so that truth is yours it's not universal where the pragmatism is saying hey there's no universal truth but you can use these theories to point out certain things and even then it seems very contradictory with the whole oh yes um metaphysical realism there are things that exist independently of knowing agents but the key is in the word knowing something can exist and you cannot know it right so truth can exist and you can't and you don't necessarily have to know it and i think that's why i find pragmatism such an interesting sort of philosophy especially when i compare it to transcendentalism because they're so different and so similar i hope i'm clear um and then, of course, moving on, we have the primacy of live practice, which is the theory and that, or the belief that theory and practice are inseparable, as they are two aspects of the same lived reality.
that is basically a quick overview of pragmatism i'm just going to talk really briefly about the american way of life and pragmatism next so pragmatism in the american way of life is just very simple it culminates in three things democratic culture social action and truth testing so democratic culture in that it encourages people to question to seek things for themselves to have a sort of responsibility a theory in terms of how they decide to govern and how they decide to live um in term, and that carries over into social action and even into truth testing in terms of how pragmatism encourages someone not just to take in what they have so this is not the puritan Harvard and Oxford and Cambridge universities where you go and you regurgitate and pour over and comment on the Greek classics. No, you're going and you're sorting things out for yourself. And that, that again, reminds me a lot of transcendentalism, even though it's very different um, from that philosophy. So that, I believe, was the biggest way that pragmatism impacted the American way of life. Well, that's it for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed my podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I hope you learned something new. And I hope that this provoked your thoughts one way or another. Have a great day.